if I don't have anything at all, and I look at the girls God has given to me and their dedication to the kingdom of God, their, their gifts they have, I know that God has blessed me and I give him the praise for what he has done. I see the walls before me, I feel the cages forming, seems like the world is falling, but I keep my head up the ground. I see the world before me, I know what change is coming, I hear the world is calling, so I keep my head up the ground. We break into everything. We break into everything. Hello and welcome to the Barrier Breakers Corner, where we shift mindsets around various topics such as family, finance, relationships, dreams and visions, and most importantly, opportunities and how to walk into them. We want to annihilate the assumption that we cannot break barriers. Let me tell you this today. There is more on the other side of you breaking that barrier that you would never know unless you do. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Barabricus Corner, where we step out on faith and defy the odds. I am your host, Joyce Donkor. This is season three of the podcast, and it's titled Parenting. For the whole of season three, we are going to talk about parenting, motherhood, fatherhood, childrenhood, <laughs> whateverhood with regards to family, because we have Mother's Day coming and Father's Day coming. I just wanted to have that time with family. And today, actually, my sisters are going to be co-hosts with me because my mom is on the line. Yeah. Welcome my mother to the Barabricus Corner podcast. I welcome you, mother. Can you introduce yourself, please? Hi, my name is Rita Jirenchiwa Donko. We can't even pronounce that name. Jirenchiwa. 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 Mami Jirenchiwa. Mami Jirenchiwa. Are you ready? I'm my father's mother. <laughs> oh, your name after um your grandmother. Yeah. She's also a pastor's wife and also a pastor. And she was a pastor's daughter too. And she's also a pastor's daughter. Wow. What a mantle. But it stops here. Oh, <laughs> what do you mean? She could be grandma pastor too. <laughs> you never know. We are not God. Can you imagine? Anyway. Can you tell us, did you ever think you'd have like six girls or six kids to take care of? I was always boasting of having 12 children. Hey. Wow, ma. You were halfway. <laughs> so confident about it. Wow. Really, ma? Talking about the twins and the triplets. 12 kids, ma? Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. And so what happened? It's not easy. When you start giving birth, then you know that this is hard work. Wow. Pregnancy and childbearing, taking care of children is hard work. Where we had <laughs> pregnancy and childbearing. See where we had. <laughs> It's not that we hard, but it's not easy. The pregnancy alone, the conditions you go through, the stages Charlie. you go through in pregnancy, it's not easy. That's why some of us only one child they get. 
Forget. Maku, speak for yourself. One child, Maku. The child is going to be lonely. And uh, vomiting. And uh, at times you don't want to eat. At times, late in the night, like this time, you are looking for Ausa Koko. <laughs> at times, 3 a.m., you get up, you are hungry, and you have to go to the kitchen to go and look for food to eat. It's all kinds of things. You wake up at times, yeah, on morning sickness, oh. yeah, or not comfortable. You feel like vomiting, don't feel like eating, you know, it's the whole lot before the child birth, the last day to give birth. It's not easy. Try, 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 try. It's hard work. It's wow. hard work. So he decided to stop at the fifth round, <laughs> which became twins. Hey, God answered prayer. I was looking for twins. So that was what kept me going. And so when the twins came, then that was the end of the... Then there was a revelation. <laughs> <laughs> which is the last book of the Bible. <laughs> there was a revelation that... <laughs> I know, right? And imagine if, if the twins were the first people, hey, hey we would yeah. be nowhere to be found. We won't be here. They will not be away. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yes, imagine how Hannah and Anna are your big sisters. God have mercy. And so, <laughs> especially Hannah, a big sister. Hannah will leave us to do all the dishes and she'll go and lead praise and, and worship. <laughs> I would have been the best big sister. Please, what English are you speaking? I would have. I would have. I would have been the best. I would have. I would have. I should have. Could have. Would have. Should have. Could have. Would have. She said I would have, which is that uh, the Gambian listeners slang. I would have. I would have. <laughs> All right, you guys can ask questions. So. Yes, I want to ask who was the most difficult child? Maybe the conception or the pregnancy or the upbringing. Who was the most difficult or challenging, I'll say? Me, I know I was the angel. He's so. <laughs> the first one. Hey! He's the first one. <laughs> say that again. Say that again. <laughs> Barrier breakers woman. <laughs> she said the first one. Who is the first one? Anna. <laughs> It's the first one because I was the first child and the giving birth was difficult and then taking care of her was not easy. She was the gift. But if you take other children somewhere, you see all the other children will be sitting down. She alone will hmm. not sit down. Wow. Hey, ma. Wow, ma. <laughs> this is revelation. Wow, ma. <laughs> Very good girl, like I'm a saint. What now? You are a saint. I'm You're shocked not... about this story. Revelation. Now your story is coming out. <laughs> I was the saintest of the saints. Mm -hmm. How was I difficult? I thought Maku was difficult. Ah, how Maku is the first one. All the others, though taking care of the twins was not easy, but the others I didn't have a problem with them like the first one. Oh, thank you, ma. Even for her to eat was a problem. You see, you see. <laughs> Naki eats like a bird. Everybody says she eats like a bird. I'm still picky. 
you give her food, she will not eat. And I'll be forcing her. The dad was, she's eating small. Leave her. <laughs> Leave her. She's eating small. And I'll be forcing her to eat whatever I dish for her. She has to eat it. Wow. I have no doubt about that because I remember that there were times when we go to church or you cook something I don't like and then I'll not eat it. I remember when I was as a young child, I'll not eat it because I'm like, I don't want to eat this food. <laughs> mm-hmm. While she was going to school, she and Oye is like, I have to cook for them early in the morning to take them to school and their school, they cooked for them. But because of my finances, I could not pay fees and pay food as well. So I would cook their food and you take her to school she will not eat the food you've given her she'll be taking other children's food (laughs) (laughs) lucky can we end this podcast right now (laughs) wow those other children who brought their food they'll put them separately in a room so that she will not be taking other people's food wow wow what a revelation wow food taker <laughs> Divine revelation. Wow. Our eyes have been opened. Wow. The scales have been removed. <laughs> the veil has been torn. <laughs> the veil has been torn. Can we end this podcast right now? It's not about me, it's about you. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> exactly. Ma, did we fight a lot, all of us? I can't remember, but it's the twins and... The twins and Amy. <laughs> the twins and Amy. Or oh, Amy and who? It's the twins. She will pinch them and they will be crying. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what they did to her. So she will pinch them and then they will be crying. Amy? <laughs> Amy and the twins. They were the ones that were having problems. Wow. wow. You see, I was a saint. I was a saint. And I'm still a saint. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I can't remember disciplining Oye. Oye don't want problems. She doesn't, she doesn't hey! want beating. So she always do. See the way she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> this mountain has been <laughs> This is not fair. This is not fair. Marco did not have problem. Until she became a teenager. Can you learn? Can she learn, please? Can she learn? Thank you. She liked Fufu when she was small. That's why she was very round and chubby. Yes, she was chubby. And then whoever comes to the house to eat, Marco will eat with them. one I know. Then people will come, whatever they will eat, will eat some. That was it. I didn't have problem is the foundation. <laughs> you are eating people's foods too. <laughs> wow. I knew that though. I knew that one. What? I remember that one. I don't remember. I remember. Wow. Revealing of the secrets. Wow. Ma, thank you. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Next question. One of the things I remember Mama always doing for us was I think we've talked about it on the other podcast. Prayers was priority. Hmm. <laughs> important. Hmm. Can you tell us why that was important to you for you to be praying, for us to have family prayers and or like meeting to pray in the morning or in the evenings, Bible study, and even covering us with prayer, even in the midnight o'clock. Like, <laughs> why was it important to you? 
because I didn't grow up having knowledge of God's word. Though we were all going to Sunday school, we were in the Methodist church, we went to Sunday school, but I can't even remember what I learned in Sunday school. I was so dull when it comes to studies. So it's like I was giving birth and now realize what the word of God was for me. I was baptized in the Methodist church. I was baptized and confirmed in the Methodist church. I was confirmed at the age of 12 years or 13 years. I was confirmed. My father who confirmed me and each person have a word that you have to memorize for yourself. And the word that was given to me was Psalm 119 verse, I think 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And I grew up not having knowledge of the word and it's the word that is the lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path. So when I realized I didn't have it, I had to teach you, the children. So as I was teaching you to memorize, that was how I was also memorizing scripture and learning from there. I realized it's the, only the word of God. I don't know some of the things I did. I didn't really understand, but it's like I was really pushing to do this thing. But it's after some time, I realized it's the right thing I was doing. But at those days, I just wanted to learn the word and I didn't want the children to grow up without knowledge of the word. So I was learning with them and then praying with them. And the prayer is a gift God gave me. It's like even right, I was young. When it's exam time, you see me kneeling down somewhere in the school to pray that God will help me to write my exams. So if my parents knew it, were able to like direct me, I would have grown up more matured, having knowledge of the word than the time I grew, got married. I'm now learning the word. So that was why I was really pushing that the children will have knowledge of God's word and prayer, which was the gift God gave to me. And we can see the fruit of your prayers. <laughs> Wherever we go, it's what we have been carrying around. We know that we need to pray about certain things. All the t- We need to pray all the time. Can anyone, Hanayana, can you guys testify about you know, <laughs> prayers of mama? Yeah, I think it was God leading her as well because this is one of the things I'm going to take inside my home as well. It's one of the things I've learned and I'm going to take inside my own home and I'm married and I have my 12 children. Which 12 children? <laughs> anyway, that's if that's your desire, tear yourself apart. She wants to fulfill her sister. Me coming down. She wants to fulfill her mother's dreams. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually one of the things I'm going to take inside my home to be able to train my children in the way they should go because it has really helped us. And I'm not boasting, but I can say we are really active in the church's activities and also in our various ministries where we, we are really active. And it's God that is giving us the strength. It's through these prayers that Mama has been praying for us that God has been giving us the strength. And it's not by our own might, not by our power, but God has been guiding us leading us to what to do and how to live our life as Christians and I thank God for that. It was really the foundation that Mama has laid in our lives so now it's our turn to now build up that house that foundation that was laid I concur. <laughs> Anna, that's all she has to say. I concur. Okay. Any other questions you guys have? How helpful was Daddy in taking care of the children? That's a very good question. 
I was young when I prayed that God will direct me to the one I'll get married to. That by 20 years, I'll know who I'll get married to. And then by 24, I'll get married. So within that time, it's like around that 20 years, he was the only one who came to ask my hand in marriage. Like around the time, 21 years, like exactly that time, he came to ask when nobody came before or after. Divine connection. Ordained by the Lord. She didn't date all the sons of fear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Makun, what is that supposed to mean? Have you seen the post that says that some of us, we meet our first love and get married to our first love, settle, blah, blah, blah. But some of us, we have to date the sons of Pharaoh before we miss the one. <laughs> I've not seen that pose, but that's deep. All the sons of Pharaoh. It's just a funny meme, anyway. I know, I'm just saying, anyone that's out there that has dated different guys, they'll just be like, wow, I was dating sons of Pharaohs. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) mother, you can continue. How helpful was that? Very, very helpful. Helping in taking care of the children. He bathed them. He made time for them. Whatever he could do, he, he really was busy, but you will always have the time to do what you can do to help at home. When he comes home, I'm working. Maybe I'll still be watching or trying to tidy the house. He will come and help. He will not say he's tired. He will come and see what he can do to help. So he was very helpful. Like the day I delivered the twin, I was the one cooking the pup and he was the one bathing the children in the bathroom before I left the food on the fire for the delivery. He has been very helpful. If not for him, I couldn't have taken care of those six children. Yeah, I think we can attest to it. So you remember that time we were bathing in UK and daddy knocked. He said that I'm bathing. You don't remember? Naki, I'll talk to you. <laughs> I remember because I was there. I bathed you when you were. <laughs> yes, I remember. Yeah. I remember. Anyway, because I know like how daddy has been busy now. I don't know if he has been busy at that time, but I think from my own understanding, when the six children were there, you know, that was the time he was building the school, you know, expanding the church. So he was much more busier, you know, than I think he was now. So being helpful, like she said, he didn't come home and say I'm tired I was building for the future you know so <laughs> you should do all the work you know it's good old. pray that God will give us correct correct husband so that will not go and sit down on a chair and be watching TV the whole day and daddy always cook too <laughs> he used to cook how do you feel being a mother of six girls it's a privilege. The girls were gifts God gave me, and it's a privilege. And I'm happy to have them, and I'm happy the way they have come out is not of my strength. My wisdom is God who has brought them out the way they are, and I'm most grateful. And one of the things the Lord told me when we came here was, in blessing, I will bless you. One of the days I was praying, the word that the Lord spoke to me was, in blessing, I will bless you. So if I don't have anything at all, and I look at the girls God has given to me and their dedication to the kingdom of God, their gifts they have, I know that God has blessed me and I give him the praise for what he has done. Amazing. What's one thing you wish you had known about mothering that you feel like if you had known it earlier would have helped you 
you know, the place I was working, that was where I went to school. I did home management and childcare. I had my teacher around to help do this, do that, do this. And then my mother too was there to help or direct me as to what to do. So if I have made mistakes in the area of beating, it's like when you people made something small, I'll beat you. I say stop, you don't stop, I beat you. So that is the area I will say that maybe I did not do well because of the beating, beating. And my husband will always say they are children, take your time, be patient with them. Yeah, children. It's like you make something small, I'll beat you. You mean you beat me? Because I don't think you beat Oye and others. Mama beat me. I was beating everybody. <laughs> I did not choose who to beat. Your discipline stopped somewhere because my own was longer than these people their own. <laughs> because you had the oldest. <laughs> and I think she pamper Hannah. Because Hannah, Hannah will place her hair. She said it's paining me. She said, <laughs> did you come and remove it? She pampered Hannah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Hannah, any small thing, Hannah will cry. Any small thing, Hannah will cry. That's news to me. <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> see the way she quickly responded. I did not pamper anybody, but it's like when I see the thing and it's wrong, the beating, that is it. But everybody got the discipline that we should have. Why didn't you allow us to go for prom? <laughs> That's a very good question. That Marco. is a very good question. <laughs> That's a very good question, Ma. Like, why didn't you allow us to go for prom? I don't know what prom is. She said she doesn't know what, what prom is. And I did not feel it was something that you should go. Why? That was why. Not, not nothing. Rolling my eyes. Yes. For no Rolling my eyes. Like, come on, mother. Yes, until I watch on the TV the prom, prom, prom. Prom, prom, prom. <laughs> prom, prom, prom. <laughs> but then at that time, I didn't know what prom was. That's why I always say your parents would not teach you what they do not know. They only teach you what they know. So that's why you can't go on in life blaming them for so many things that they, they have done because sometimes they didn't know what they were doing at that time. So yeah. follow-up question is, if you had known what prom was, would you have allowed us to go? I wouldn't have allowed you to go. <laughs> <laughs> Let me not fall off. First answer, no. Second answer, no. <laughs> wow, man. It's the wow. same like having cocktail night in the church. I know. It's the same when we just go for the cocktail night and we go and hang out with our mini boyfriends. It's not even mini boyfriends. It's something people do after school, like after grade 12, like, you know, celebrating the fact that you're done with, you know, like a birthday celebration, man. <laughs> You wouldn't have gone safe. I tell you, you wouldn't have gone if you were allowed safe. If she was of prom age by now, at this time, she would have gone. I know, Maku, she would have gone. That to me, uh, what, what discouraged me is that Oye even, did she buy a prom dress or something? Like, she was ready and Mama was still like, no. So, and Oye was like, for me, so I was like... Oye even went to the extent of buying prom dress. I could not even spell P for the prom. Chocolates <laughs> <laughs> of buying... Talkless of buying the dress. So me, I just advised myself and decided, okay, I'm not going to discourage myself. You stayed in your lane. <laughs> in my lane. Yeah, we're not interested. For real, for real, for real. Me and Hannah, dear, we're not interested. 
whatever. Y'all are like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you guys are born before us in the spirit. Let me ask my question. I want to ask, you know, we had friends that were male. And sometimes whenever they come to the house, mama will be like, what are you doing here? What are you here for? So I want to ask whether she was being like protective over us because we're ladies or I don't know how to put it. <laughs> All our male friends were afraid of mama. Spill the tea, mother. Spill the tea. Because I don't know. Did I have any male friends? Uh, yeah, I did. But I don't know whether it was being um, protective over us or I don't know. It was a joke. I always, I say, they did not ask permission before coming. Who asked you to come here? Yes, you always say that. It was a joke, ma. It was a joke, ma. Even we did not know that was a joke. I know, know, right? (laughs) Yes. Probably the old-fashioned joke. That was a very expensive joke, ma. It will not make them be coming there often. It is like this woman will not give you face. So, so. Wow. So you know what? Our friends will come there often. Our friends will not come and we could not go. I know, right? I know. <laughs> My question, Ma, anytime you told us to do something and we know, do, why didn't you wait to the next day? Why do we have to do it in the middle of the night? <laughs> <laughs> like I remember one time you asked us to wash um, bed sheet or something. No, we washed. We soaked the bed sheet and we left it. <laughs> Why would you leave it outside? Mama came to wake us up to go and finish <laughs> waking us up with beating. So we had to go and finish washing it that night. It was outside. So why couldn't you have waited till the morning and punished us? I think I think that is all part of discipline or training, kind of sort of. Are you mama? You have to finish the work now. In the middle of the night. <laughs> you did not do it, so you have to go and do it to make sure that when they give you work, you have to finish it. That's good. What advice have you got for young mothers out there or older mothers, you know, who have kids and it's a struggle for them in caring for those kids? You know, they don't know. They feel like, ah, this child will amount to no good or they feel like they made a mistake in having children or something like that. What advice can you give? Taking care of children is not easy. So those who have their parents around, their parents know and they are able to support, to help them to take care of their children. But there are those who didn't have anybody. They don't have parents. They don't have anybody. So taking care of children is not easy like that. Our vice principal, where I first worked, is like her mother passed away when she was young. It's her auntie who took care of her and she did everything in the house. So when she grew up and was working, it's like she's been trained to work. So if there's work with the child, she was able to do it. The place we were staying, there was no water. The water comes late in the night, between 12 and 3. You get up in the night to fetch water. Other things, she was able to do that without the help of anybody when there's nobody there. But there are some people they cannot because they have not been trained to work. And this is their first time, especially having their first child, you know, it's not easy for them and they are working this difficult. But everything is in their mind. You know, you train your mind to work. 
you have work to do, you make sure you do the work. So even if you have work in the office and at home and taking care of the child, you plan yourself in a way that you are able to do it all. And if you have people that come around, friends, relatives that come around, they'll be able to support. But if you don't have anybody, you should be able to plan yourself to take care of your child and your home and your work. Make sure everything is well done. There are some mothers who will not even support you like my elder sister when the children were giving birth. She's there. You have to serve her. She cannot come around and be sweeping and tidying things for you. Mm -mm. She doesn't touch. All she does is bath your baby for you. That is it. But my mother... When I gave birth, my mother was there, my grand aunt was there, and they will all come to the house. It's like they'll find work to do for you. So you'll be sitting down. All they do is make sure you eat, you are satisfied, and they work for you, you know. But there are some mothers they don't touch. They cannot serve you. You are their child. You have to serve them. So if you have a mother like that, you should make up your mind that you can do it without her. But if you have a mother who can come around to wash your things for you, try to tidy the house or cook. You go to the markets. I know of somebody, the mother will always cook for her so that she'll have food in the house. So some of the weight is gone because work, home, everything is a lot. Mm. But if you are able to train yourself, you'll be able to make up your mm. mind. So all depends on you, the mother. You have to take your time to make mm. sure that this is your responsibility. If somebody helps you, Thank God. If there is no help, you do it by yourself. I think that's important. Make your mind up to take care of your children because if there's nobody there, you have to do it yourself. In fact, when you were sleeping with the partner, nobody helped you. <laughs> so when the child comes, make up your mind that you're taking care of that child yourself. Yeah, because at the end of the day, if you are depending on somebody to come and take care of that child for you, then you are not ready to have that child. You know, and the Bible says that God is giving them to you as a gift for you to take care of. It's another human being. You have the opportunity of raising and instilling them good things that will be better adults, you know. So don't depend on anyone. Even if your partner is not there to support you, do it yourself and raise that child up. At the end of the day, that child, I'm sure they are going to appreciate it like we are. Hannah, you have a question? Ma, did you ever want a male child? Yes, I was expecting a male child when I was expecting Amy to be a male child. She came and everybody was like, it's a blessing. Don't worry about it. It's like I wanted to cry. And then Makutu, I was expecting her to be a boy. <laughs> wow. The way she came out with the body, the shoulder, you feel like, oh, this is a boy. Makala won't say that. Those days I was something like, let's check what the gender to know. I know, I, know. Right? I can imagine if Amy and Maku were male kids, Amy would have been the quiet male and Maku, Maku would, would have been, been the loud male. Exactly. I do not agree. We do. We do. Have you seen yourself? Have you seen your structure? You. Hmm. I do not look like a male in any way. You, you don't, don't look, look like, like a male. You don't look your like a male. Your character, you would have finished people long time ago. Any guy that will come with nonsense, in fact, you have finished them. Maybe you'll have been tall if you were. You, you'll have been our big brother. Our, our brother. The defender of the brethren. The skinniest brother. <laughs> our first boy. I rest my case on behalf of all you. <laughs> our lawyer brother. <laughs> defender of the girls. But then it would have been a problem. Why? Because. Because. Your mother was coming. <laughs> so are you. 
give the lessons we've learned from mama mother in us we starting let's start from the top okay 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 for me the lesson i've learned praying and covering the kids all the time is very very important no matter what <laughs> god gave me a gift and that gift is going to be alive to fulfill destiny unless god says otherwise but i want to make sure that i bring up those children in the way of the lord covering them praying over them and also spending time with them you know if i can sow i'll sow <laughs> <laughs> but you don't <laughs> but you don't sew because <laughs> our mom sold all our clothes the only time I went for shopping was Christmas and Easter or more like Christmas only shoes yeah not even clothes so mama sold all our clothes for us but then the only thing I can do no if you cut the clothes for me I will sew them that day I can do I can in your dreams I can I can but anyway even if it's not the sewing I'm good in every other thing excuse me yeah <laughs> Lesson from Yolande. Um, I think I'm just grateful because Mama was really hardworking and strong. She was mother of all things. She can bake, she can clean, whatever you tell so, her, she can sew. So you taught us to be diverse. You always say that you have to be good at this. If something here doesn't work, at least you know how to bake. Mm-hmm. At least you know how to sew your button. You don't know where you'll be. Yeah. You always said something like that. So I think one thing I've really learned from you is that you are a very strong lady. Mm. No matter what challenges came, you could do. Mama was very encouraging because she was far from us. She was living in Ghana. I remember her saying the letters that Mama would write was always encouraging. She'll go back to those letters and she'll read them. So for Amy, I believe that this is one of the things she would say that she gathered that Mama was always encouraging and that is something that she wants to carry on. Maku, speak. Okay, so I think one thing I've learned about mama is to be responsible as a mother and to protect your children in the place of prayer. So being a mother is not just giving birth. There's a place to train them. There's a place to pray pray for them. There's a place to teach them to do a lot of things. And mama, you know, she did all that for us. You know, some people, they regret, you know, I wish I was in, please. I do not regret, you know, being born through mama. And there's something in my mind, but it's not coming. Being born through mama. But what I'll say is that mama has taught us how to be responsible. So sometimes when I see some other mothers that are lazy, I've not been a mom. I'm not a mom, but like, I feel like you shouldn't be lazy. You know, she took care of six children that are like two years, one year interval at the same time. Like, you know, some people will just text me and say, you get your mother for me or she has done well, six girls, you know. So I've learned to be hardworking from mama. Hardworking? Oh, Yeah. I'm learning from mama's mothering. What I've learned is to build up my children's foundation, first of all, in the Lord and also discipline and also to be responsible as well. So that's what I've learned. The most part is the foundation, building your children's foundation because they say train up a child in the way they should go and in the end, they will depart from it. So the foundation is the key. So if you train up your children in the way of the Lord, when they grow, do not depart. And we have seen that so much in our lives and we know by the grace of God we are going to do exploits for the Lord we are going to do what our mother could not do and that is what we are going to do far more and I know that is her heart desire for us to do far more than she was able to do so that's it okay so what I've learned from mama's parenting was that she always tell us that it's not everything you say outside it's not everything you have to talk or say there are some things that you keep quiet about you don't have to go and say it outside that's one thing i've learned so even as married people or even as young ladies growing up and all 
sometimes it's not everything you see in your house or you hear in your house or things that have happened in your house that you should say outside but it's not everything you have heard from somebody that you should say outside it's very important because sometimes these are the things that destroys friendship these are the things that destroys family because people are out there seeking to devour your family seeking to destroy your family or seeking to break your family so there are some certain things that you don't say because if you say them they might even use it against you or against your family or against your friends or something like that so just like it's not everything so what i've learned from my parents it's not everything you say outside so as ladies growing up to be mothers to be wives sometimes no matter what happens in our home we don't have to say it outside we just have to pray to god we always say pray to god god is the first person you have to look up to we have to learn to sew we have learned to bake some people are still here to learn how to make bangu but we, we have learned to make have you learned to bake? yes <laughs> i don't know who you are talking about right now but yeah Amy, I think a lot. This woman is a strong woman. Is it every woman who gives birth to a twin is a very strong woman? So she's a yes, and I've witnessed it from a lot of people. This woman, she's a teacher, lawyer. I don't know what else to define this woman as, but she's very strong, very prayerful. She knows what to say, when to say it, and is careful how to say her words. And she's so good, even from look of how distance I am with her the closeness was still there this shows how she really cares for her children no matter how distance you are with her I love the fact that she fights with you even she says what she has to say she doesn't wait for like hey it's my child wherever you are she disciplines you rightly on what you need to do or where you have to do it right where you have to go where you don't have to go what you have to do what you have to say how to tolerate people it's like that's who she is sometimes how hard it is with her friends how hard it is with us she shows us she shows us she exposes what we need to do and how to talk with others that's a very very strong woman some people may have it but this woman is so clear that you see that you have to be careful when you go to her what you say because she will say it plainly the answer she'll give you she'll say it plainly and it's true for my heart she'll tell you like it is yes that's very true Sha. i think that's where we get it from we got it from the mama yeah we got it from the mama straightforward <laughs> Ma, can you give an encouraging word to the people, to the listeners, people who have mothers and children alike? Can you leave us with an encouraging word? Once every lady desires to be a mother, they should know that with the help of God, they can make it. They should depend on God. God is the source and it's through God you get the wisdom and the know-how to do the thing that you are expected to do. So most of the thing is dependence on God and then you'll be able to do everything. Of your own self, you cannot do anything. So that is the most important thing. Then the Lord will ask you make time to pray. It's not because of children you cannot make time to read your word and pray. You should make time to read your word and pray. As you make time to pray, God connects you to your helpers, to people who come around to help or do something for you. But the priority is dependence on God. Amen. Amen. Dependence on God is what will see us true. And I pray that all of us here, that we'll be able to take care and handle our kids and the lessons that we've learned throughout our life, you know, growing up as girls into women, that God will help us to be the great mothers that we are supposed to be for our kids. And on that note, we'll end this podcast. Thank you all. Thank you all for being here. God bless you all. 
Thank you for listening to the Barrier Breakers Corner podcast. If you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star review and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, share with those you think can benefit from this information. Please email all questions, suggestions, and compliments to the Podcast at gmail.com. The Barrier Breakers Corner podcast is produced by the Podcast Laundry Production Company and executive produced by Joyce Donkor. The podcast music was written by Chidi Omenihu and produced by Andy Official in Vagandia, West Africa. Cause they can-